What's happening, everybody? On today's show, Florida gets bowl season started off on the wrong foot for the SEC with a big L. Tons of transfer portal movement around the SEC the past few days, including several Alabama players making moves. And the latest recruiting announcements as we get closer to National Signing Day. Locked on SEC starts right now. You are Locked on SEC, your daily podcast on the Southeastern Conference. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what is happening, everybody? Welcome into Locked on SEC. It's great to have you guys along. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Chris Gordy. Thanks for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. A reminder, Locked on SEC is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and at LockedOnSEC.com. Plenty to jump into. Let's go. Around the conference. Boots out to the right. Makes the handoff. Around the conference. And we start with the Florida Gators. The first year of the Billy Napier era. It was okay. Uh, Florida finished with a losing record after they lost to Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl on Saturday, 30 to three. And we knew the Gators were shorthanded with tons of guys in the transfer portal, the opt-outs. Anthony Richardson heading to the draft, among others. Billy Napier talked with the media following the loss and said the team simply was just not as prepared as they should have been to take on Oregon State. He also said, uh, you know, the team had 11 penalties for 82 yards. That was a big factor. He said Florida can do better, and they need to do better. Uh, Florida was able to avoid their first shutout since 1988 as they scored a field goal in the last minute. Napier was asked about that postgame saying the opportunity to kick a field goal was taken to have a chance of having success in that situation. Most notably in this game, uh, Jack Miller uh, got the start at quarterback for the Gators, who he had not seen all year. Uh, He was filling in for Anthony Richardson, who, of course, declared for the draft. He went 13 for 22, 180 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Napier said, I think Jack showed some grit today, if you think about what he was asked to do. So, uh, of course... Miller was dealing with that thumb injury for much of this year, so we'll see where the quarterback pecking order is for next year, but Jack Miller right there in the mix to compete for the starting job for the Florida Gators heading into next season. Now, some notes from the Florida Gators. We already know Osiris Torrance is heading to the draft, Justin Shorter, Anthony Richardson. Uh, Fifth-year senior defensive back Trey Dean announced he is officially declaring for the draft. His final game as a Gator not all that great, but uh, he will be heading off to the pros. Had a nice year for the Gators. Told 77 tackles, two fumble recoveries, and uh, had a nice career there for the Gators. Projected anywhere from, you know, basically a second-day pick, but uh, we'll see where he goes in the draft. Now, wide receiver Ricky Parasol, he's got a big decision to make. He has uh, been a big bright spot on this Gators offense this year. And uh, he was asked after the loss on Saturday what his future plans are. He said, look, there's a lot of aspects that will go into my decision. But, you know, I'm still thinking about being patient with it. I love being here, and I think that's a really important aspect for my decision. I love coaching all my teammates, and I'm proud of these guys. 
He did say that Gator Nation should be excited about the future trajectory of the program. He said, I think we can look back at it and see what we've been doing all year long. Fighting to the end is something this team has been doing. Parasol finished with 661 yards and five touchdowns this season after he transferred in from Arizona State. So we'll see uh, what his decision is. But if he comes back, that will be a big, big plus for the Gators next season. All right, let's jump into the transfer portal. There's a lot going on there. We'll start with Nick Elksness. Uh, was a former tight end in the Florida room. He is headed to the South Carolina Gamecocks. He announced on Sunday afternoon he's committed to Shane Beamer. It's a big boost for the Gamecocks, who just lost Austin Stogner, who transferred back to Oklahoma, and Jaheim Bell transferred over to Florida State. So uh, Elksness was in the 2021 recruiting class for the Gators, so we'll see where he slides in at tight end for South Carolina. Over at Auburn, they got a big-time transfer on Sunday morning. Florida International tight end Rivaldo Fairweather announced he is transferring to Auburn. He caught 54 passes for 838 yards and five touchdowns over three seasons uh, at FIU and finished this season with uh, 400 yards and three touchdowns. Going to help that Auburn offense where they kind of been looking for Somebody to step up there with uh, John Samuel Shanker on his way out. He holds the Auburn record for most career receptions by a tight end at Auburn. Get to a little bit of recruiting news, uh, positive recruiting news for Auburn in just a little bit as well. Over at Alabama, Javian Cohen, longtime starter on the offensive line. We knew he had entered the portal. He revealed over the weekend he is committed to Mario Cristobal and the Miami Hurricanes. So he will be heading out there. He started 11 of Alabama's 12 games this regular season. So Alabama going to have to replace both guards this offseason with Emil Ekior heading off to the NFL draft. Alabama DB Kyrie Jackson. He announced he is going to join former teammate, wide receiver Trayshawn Holden. They're both going to Oregon. Kyrie Jackson announced it on Sunday morning. He's committing to Dan Lanning and the Oregon Ducks. Two years with Bama, he played in 13 games, recorded 14 tackles and two pass breakups. So Dan Lanning using a little pipeline down to Alabama to get some players out there to go play for him. Meanwhile, TCU getting a couple of SEC guys. JoJo Earl uh, transferring from Alabama, appeared in eight games this year. Uh, was big on special teams for him these last two years, but he is heading to the TCU Horn Frogs. He announced over the weekend, former four-star recruits. And uh, lastly, at Alabama, former wide receiver Aaron Anderson, he is headed to LSU. He was a five-star wide receiver in last year's recruiting class, did not record any stats his freshman year, was high on LSU, but uh, ended up going to Alabama. Now he'll be uh, doing what probably he wishes he would have done a year ago, and that's staying in-state and going to LSU. He was a top 40 recruit last year, the number four wide receiver in the nation, so Big pickup there for Brian Kelly. Speaking of LSU, they're losing one of their wide receivers. Jack Besh entered the transfer portal a couple weeks ago. He's going to TCU. So JoJo Earl and Jack Besh going to play alongside one another over at TCU. Uh, Jack Besh tweeted out, this has been the hardest decision I've ever had to make, and a lot of thought and prayer went into the decision. Corey Collier, former Florida Gators defensive back, he announced he is heading to Nebraska to play for Matt Rule. So Corey Collier heading out there. Avery Helm, former Florida DB. He uh, visited Missouri last week. Uh, he announced he is going to TCU. So Avery Helm joining JoJo Earl and Jack Besh over at TCU. Must be some 
SEC pipeline that Sonny Dykes is opening up there over at TCU. Uh, Jalen Catalan, this one's a pretty big one. Standout Arkansas defensive back, friend of the show. We had him on before the season. He announced he is entering the transfer portal. He was a 2020 AP All-SEC first-team selection. Friday, Sam Pittman revealed that uh, he was likely going to explore the uh, the portal. He said, I think he's leaning towards going in there. Uh, Arkansas considered Catalan a redshirt junior this past year. Missed much of the year with injury uh, with the COVID waiver. I believe it left two seasons of eligibility remaining. But there's some rumors at the Texas Longhorns going to be looking long and hard after Jalen Catalan. So big-time playmaker in Arkansas's defensive backfield went healthy. And he will be on the move. Arkansas defensive lineman Isaiah Nichols. He has entered the transfer portal. Finished the season with 16 tackles and two quarterback hurries. Uh, D lineman Joshua Harris is coming to the SEC from NC State as Lane Kiffin and the Ole Miss Rebels picked up Joshua Harris. Four seasons he spent in the ACC at NC State. Six foot four, 325 pounds. So big time D lineman. Therefore, the Ole Miss Rebels that they will be adding to their group. Played in 12 games this year, recorded 11 tackles, three for a loss. So uh, that will be a nice addition there for Ole Miss. Texas A&M quarterback Haynes King announced on Sunday he is heading to Georgia Tech. So Haynes King, former four-star recruit, played a bunch of games for A&M these last couple years. He's heading to Georgia Tech, presumably to go compete for that starting job. Texas A&M true freshman corner Marquise Groves, Killebrew, he entered the portal over the weekend. There was a lot of talk that sophomore uh, linebacker Edgerin Cooper may be entering the transfer portal. He announced on Saturday he is staying with the Aggies, tweeted out, staying where I belong. I owe y'all too much, so let's get to work. Kentucky, uh, on Friday, they lost one of their highly ranked recruits from last season. Uh, offensive tackle Keonta Goodwin, he is headed for the transfer portal. He had... Uh, it was a big-time pickup for Kentucky last offseason, but uh, didn't really make an impact this year. Northern Illinois left tackle Marcus Cox recently committed to the Wildcats out of the transfer portal. But uh, Goodwin became the number one player in the state of Indiana, the number six offensive tackle of last year's class. Uh, Jansen Dunn, a Kentucky native, he was a defensive back at Ohio State this year. He is transferring to Kentucky. So uh, he is committed to play Kentucky, suffered a season Ending knee injury halfway through his freshman year, played in four games for the Buckeyes. We'll have several years of eligibility remaining. So, Jansen Dunn headed to Kentucky. Uh, Graham Mertz looking for his new uh, program to join, former Wisconsin quarterback. He visited Lexington this past weekend, according to several reports. NC State's Devin Leary visited Kentucky earlier in the week. He set for his second visit to Auburn. So, uh, Graham Mertz visiting Kentucky. We'll see if he will be the heir apparent to Will Levis. Uh, and then a couple punters on the move. Andrew Osteen, a punter from Central Florida, has announced he's heading to Mississippi State to finish his career. And Owen Lawson, who played in the JUCO ranks last year in Kansas, he visited Arkansas on Saturday and announced his commitment soon after. So some punters on the move there around the SEC. And there you have it. That is the start of the latest news around the conference. We'll return. We've got plenty more to get into. Thank you guys again for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. Uh, coming up next, we'll give you guys the latest on uh, recruiting news as we get ever so closer to 
National Signing Day. But first, I want to remind you about our friends over at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. It'll help you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy for you to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you want to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates, the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Going along here, locked on SEC. Man, we still got plenty to discuss. There's still so much going on happening around the league. So uh, we're going to jump back into it here, and we're going to start over at, uh, let's head on over to South Carolina as Sam Pittman, some news over there. He hinted at it Friday, and it looks like it's going to happen. Arkansas set to hire UCF Central Florida defensive coordinator Travis Williams. That's according to a report from On3Sports. Razorbacks looking to replace Barry Odom, who took the head coaching job at UNLV. Uh, Travis Williams has been at UCF since 2021, reunited with Gus Malzahn after a one-year stint as linebackers coach in Miami. Williams coached at Auburn from 2014 to 2020, rose from analyst to co-defensive coordinator, coaching linebackers. As a player, was an all-SEC selection in 04 and 05. As a linebacker, led Auburn in tackles during the 04 undefeated season, so... Travis Williams set to head to Arkansas to run their defense, and a lot of people uh, were thinking maybe he could have been hired back at Auburn, um, head back there, but no, he'll be heading to Arkansas, according to reports. So big pick up there for the Hogs. Uh, also, former South Carolina defensive back Addison Williams, he is set to uh, be bumped up there at UCF, set to become their new, new defensive coordinator. So he'll replace Travis Williams Uh, That's Addison Williams over there at UCF. All right, let's jump into some recruiting news. Auburn had a big, big weekend. They flipped four-star defensive back Sylvester Smith from Tennessee. Like we talked about, got that tight end from the transfer portal. And then they flipped another prospect on Sunday afternoon. 2023 three-star defensive tackle Steven Johnson, who had been committed to Arkansas. He flipped to Auburn. Johnson originally committed to the Razorbacks. Back in June, after uh, Hugh Freeze became the head coach at Auburn, Johnson officially received an offer, visited the Tigers just a couple days ago, and rated as the 147th best defensive line prospect. And uh, with the additions of Sylvester Smith, Steven Johnson, Auburn recruiting class starting to climb up there. I think they got around 32 right now. So uh, Tigers going to be opening the door for a lot of freshmen to come into this class and play immediately next year. By the way, uh, Smith visited Auburn on Saturday before decommitting from the Volunteers. Uh, Sylvester Smith, four-star defensive back, going to bolster that uh, Auburn secondary next year. So a big get for Hugh Freeze and a bunch more names to come for Hugh Freeze as he has hit the ground running there at Auburn with recruiting. Some good news for Lane Kiffin and his recruiting. They got a commitment from four-star running back Kedrick Riscano from the state of Texas. 
chose the Rebels on Saturday night, had offers from Michigan State and others. He'd previously committed to Michigan State, but decommitted back in October. He's from the Houston area, 5'11", rated the number 193 player in this coming class, the number nine running back. Also considered to be, to be the number 36 player from the state of Texas, which is very big. But he is the number three rated player in Ole Miss's recruiting class, just behind linebacker Sunterine Perkins and wide receiver Aiden Williams. And you got to think, Lane Kiffin, attracting running backs like crazy now with the success of Quinchon Judkins. And, you know, Zach Evans still got a decision to make. Is he going pro? Is he coming back? So, uh, Riscano in the Ole Miss recruiting class. Another guy. Uh, offensive lineman Ethan Fields flipped his commitment from Purdue to Ole Miss on Friday. That came after uh, Purdue head coach Jeff Brom left for Louisville. Fields was expected to commit to Purdue, but he changed his mind in the final days before the signing period goes into effect and announced his change of heart on Twitter on Friday. He said, after a great official visit at Ole Miss this week, I've decided to commit. We'll be signing on Wednesday with the Rebels. I want to thank Coach Kiffin and his staff for hosting us this week. So, um, Ethan Fields heading to Ole Miss as well. Some good news for Shane Beamer over at South Carolina. Tyshawn Russell, a wide receiver in the 2023 class, he committed to the South Carolina Gamecocks on Sunday. He played, uh, can play in multiple places, either side of the ball at the college level, according to several recruiting services. Uh, Beamer has posted... His welcome home tweet six times in recent days indicating the Gamecocks have been landing some guys via the transfer portal or uh, as recruits. They've uh, added running back Mario Anderson, who spent the previous three seasons at Division II Newberry College, totaling 3,300 rushing yards and 35 touchdowns. So Mario Anderson heading to join the backfield there at South Carolina. Shane Beamer doing some work. And, of course, we'll keep you up to date on any other moving and shaking in the recruiting world as we get so closer to National Sign Day coming up on Wednesday. Big, big day across the SEC and a lot of programs looking to bolster their signing classes and uh, big opportunities. It's not just, it's not just recruits, that's a transfer portal. you got to be killing it in both and doing it the right way. All right, thank you guys again for making Locked on SEC your first listen every day. Coming up next, we'll get to some other news going on around the conference as some of the other teams prepare for their bowl games coming up this week and next. But first, I want to remind you that this episode is presented by our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every pro and amateur league out there from pro football to bowl season to basketball Everything is up there at betonline.net. Uh, they're the fastest and easiest way for you to get all your betting information. Head on over to their website today. You can do so on your mobile device to learn more. Again, all those SEC bowl games coming your way, about to get started. They got lines on all of them over at BetOnline. Bookmark betonline.net into your phone. should be the first place you go every day when you start your day. And it is BetOnline. It is where the game starts. All right, one more segment here on Locked On SEC, and we got to jump back into it because there's some news over at Alabama that came out on Friday that we have not discussed yet, as Nick Saban has gotten some good news announcing he's proud that his Alabama squad entering the Sugar Bowl with its star players set to suit up 
Alabama's Bryce Young and Will Anderson are expected to play in the Sugar Bowl. During his Friday media session, Nick Saban said, Bryce Young and Will Anderson's decisions show that they are competitors. Big-time decision there. I just wonder, is it the smartest move? Most mock drafts right now have Bryce Young projected as the number one overall pick to the Houston Texans. If Will Anderson going either number two or number three, both guys locks to be top three picks in the draft as of right now. Don't know what you're going to get out of playing in the Sugar Bowl. Keep in mind, this is the same bowl game that Matt Corral played in a year ago, got hurt, and hurt his draft stock a little bit, fell down a little bit in this draft, in last year's draft. So, again, we'll see. Uh, admire both of them want to play. Look, in this day and age where so many kids want to opt out, you like that they're going to play, and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch them go up against a really good Kansas State team. But uh, Alabama dealing with a lack of depth right now with so many guys opting out and heading into the transfer portal, uh, especially on that offensive line. You wonder if that's the right decision for Bryce Young to play. Uh, over 10 players entered the transfer portal in recent weeks at Alabama. So uh, we'll keep you up to date or up to abreast on all that information. But, uh, again, looks like Bryce Young and Will Anderson both expected to play in the Sugar Bowl and it'll be fun to watch them suit up one more time. All over at LSU, Brian Kelly confirmed that two of their important players opting out of the Citrus Bowl, defensive end B.J. Ojolari and cornerback Makai Garner will not play against Purdue on January 2nd. The Tigers' starting corners will be Jarek Bernard-Converse and Jay Ward, who's played a little safety. He'll slide over, back over to corner and start there. Um Ward had started every DB spot during his time in Baton Rouge. Brian Kelly confirmed uh, Makai Gardner will not play. He will prepare for the NFL draft. Finishes his four-year career between ULL and LSU. Had a nice career. And Ojolari, uh, really nice career. 16 sacks. And, of course, uh, his brother, Aziz, in the NFL, having a nice career. So, best of luck to both of those guys. But they will not play for LSU in the bowl game now. Brian Kelly did offer some positive news about his quarterback, Jaden Daniels, who re-aggravated an ankle injury in that SEC championship game. Brian Kelly said he's been limited, but uh, this past day was his last test. If we'd be playing tomorrow, he would be ready to play. So Daniels been dealing with those injuries, but sounds like he is going to be a go for the Citrus Bowl. Still no official decision yet from Jaden Daniels on if he's going to go pro, if he's going to come back to LSU next year, be a starter or what. Uh, remember, he transferred in from Arizona State, but should get some news on that very soon. Over Kentucky, Mark Stoops will be looking for his new offensive coordinator, and there's been multiple reports that Liam Cohen would be returning back to Kentucky uh, once the NFL season ends, working for the Rams, but nothing's official on that yet. On Friday, Cohen was asked whether he's heading back to Kentucky he uh, said, no update right now. Biggest thing we're focusing on is this season. That's a conversation I'll end up having with Kentucky at the end of the year. Biggest thing is trying to do right by this place and finish the season off the right way. That's the main focus. So, look, read between the lines. Sounds like Liam going just trying to finish out the season with the Rams, who, by the way, having a rough year. And as soon as their last game is played, he'll be hopping on a jet and having, heading back to Lexington and try to get that offense back on track. That was not very good this year with Rich Gangarello, who was dismissed after just one year. Note over at Auburn, they uh, named their Offensive Player of the Year for the season. The honor went to Robbie Ashford, 
Took over as a starting quarterback after the Tigers were blown out by Penn State in week three. Finished the year with 1,600 passing yards, seven touchdowns, uh, seven passing touchdowns, seven rushing touchdowns, and over 700 rushing yards. So congrats to Robbie Ashford. Uh, Christian Robinson will not be a part of Hugh Freeze's staff at Auburn, the linebacker's coach, sharing a message on his way out. So we love getting to be a part of the Auburn community. Can't wait to see the great things you do on and off the field. He was recruiting for Auburn recently, but uh, uh, became the linebacker's coach when Jeff Schmetting was promoted to D.C. this past year. Uh, Auburn bringing in former Liberty linebacker coach Josh Aldridge to fill that linebacker coaching role. And one more note, uh, Will Levis getting a lot of hype as uh, a high, potentially high draft pick in this upcoming draft. And uh, some people saying maybe even number one overall, according to NFL.com analyst Chad Reuter, he named some aspirational comparisons for key prospects compared to Will Levis to Buffalo's Josh Allen, saying he's a similar type quarterback. So we'll see if uh, Will Levis can live up to that hype uh, heading to the draft. And you know, if he jumps Bryce Young to be number one overall, we'll see Anthony Richardson in the mix as well. And uh, just one more note on former SEC player Bo Nix announced officially on Sunday afternoon that he is coming back for another season at Oregon. He had a very, very nice year at Oregon this past year. And Bo Nix coming back for another year at Oregon to play for uh, Dan Lanning. Look, there's a lot of SEC guys transferring up there. Bama guys all heading up there to go play with Bo Nix. So, Shout out Bo Nix. He posted on Instagram one more year. Thank you guys for making Locked On SEC your first listen every day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Today, a Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available in the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Chris Gordy. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Getting you guys caught up today with all latest transfer portal news, hirings, uh, declarations for the draft, and, of course, recruiting news with National Signing Day just a couple of days away. I'm Chris Gordy. This has been Locked on SEC. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.